Android Lindsay. You host the Batch Report in the USA. You also recap. Bachelor Australia, Bachelorette Australia, Bachelor in Paradise too. Happy holidays to you. It's a great track. Hi everyone, and welcome to the Batch Report, where we are recapping Bachelor Pad Season One, Episode Two, which is available to watch on HBO Max if you want to be following along with us. Yes. And this episode kicks it off with Natalie and Jesse B having another makeout session. And she's like, I already forgot all about the money. Like, I came here thinking I was going to want the money, and now I just completely forgot all about it. Yeah, and then they come in and they're like, second competition, pie-eating contest. Which was so weird. It was awful. I don't know if it's just the way they set it up. It just seemed kind of cheap. And it's like a bunch of girls in bikinis eating pies and then throwing up and continuing to eat pie and then throwing up and continuing to eat pie just the whole time. It was like a weird fetish thing. I guess maybe some people really like that, but it wasn't really for me. I felt like um, it didn't have that competition feel to it, but... Which Chrysalie decided to sit out because she, like doesn't have a gallbladder, so she's not allowed to eat fats because they could put her in the hospital. And then I think it was one of the guys was like, Chrisley's on the chopping block. If I were her, I would have like sucked it up and done it anyway. Dang. And you're like, okay, this is like a health issue. It's not her just like wimping out of a competition. So the rules are no hands. And they have a glass of water, though, that they can grab. And we were kind of asking the question, like, why didn't they have a straw? Yeah, because then they could have just had their hands, like, tied behind their back in some way, so there wouldn't be any cheating whatsoever. Because you can just drink a straw without using hands. And these girls just, like, kept throwing up their pies. Yeah, it was so gross. Poor Tenley was, like, literally would eat three bites, throw up, like, eat three bites, throw up. And I'm like, is the pie that bad, or is she forcing herself to throw up because... It actually seems like she's done that before. I don't know if she's, like, got an eating disorder. I Or it could just be, like, if maybe she's done an eating contest before and knows, like, oh, my stomach isn't big enough to fit a whole pie. So if I, like, yeah. create room, like, anytime I fill up, if I create more room, I can, like, have a chance of winning. And it was, like, the two smallest girls in the final two. And it was Gia and Tenley. Gia ended up taking the pie. I was going to say taking the cake, but, you know, it was a... Taking the pie. pie. Um, so Gia was the winner for the women. Then the guys go up. David is super confident, and he's like, I eat six meals a day, so this should be, like, no problem. Yeah, he took, like, two bites and, like, wimped out. He was straight up like, I can't do it. He's like, six meals a day, and I'm physically fit. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Lay off the weights, Jock Jim. Yeah, so then <laughs> Craig is, like, rubbing his face in the pie. And yeah, like flinging it, flinging like with it into his hair. his hair. It's really awful. And he's like, "My hair is great for absorbing pie." And you're like, "That's just disgusting." And guess who wins? The weatherman, which I didn't expect because he's kind of short and he's like one of the thin. smaller guys there. Yeah, uh, Craig and Jesse scheme for the twenty five thousand afterward, and they're like, they want to break up the bigger groups, I guess. 
Yeah, because basically there's this group that keeps calling them themselves the insiders, which is basically like David, Natalie, Elizabeth, Tenley, Kipton. Like all of those people are considering themselves the insiders and everyone else is an outsider. And they basically created like this mega alliance that's just going to start knocking people out. Yeah. So the winners of the pie contest get these date cards. And they and get- Yeah. They get to basically take three people on a date. And Weatherman ends up bringing Gwen. So this is Gwen's second date. Peyton and then Ashley. And they are just painting with their bodies, rolling around in paint. And at the same time, they show back at the house, Elizabeth just going around. Elizabeth is a super gossiper. Yeah, and she's like gossiping with Ashley. About Ashley. Oh, yeah, that's right. About Ashley. Because she's like, we don't trust Ashley. Like, she's part of our group, but like, we don't trust her. It's like... Mean Girls times 10. Yeah. And Elizabeth is like the Regina George of this group at this point. And the outsiders aren't like chatting with each other at the house. And they're like, we need to band together. We have to like take them out. Like this is our chance. So it's kind of cool on this date. Weatherman ends up giving Gwen a rose, which I appreciate because like, I'd like to see Gwen make it a little ways. Like I hate when they always are like, oh, you're old. You're out. Yeah. So. So he gives her a rose, and it's kind of sweet. And then um, back at the house, when he gets back, he and Gia kind of, like, sit down to catch up about the date. And Gia tells him not to trust Ashley because he's like, oh, we have, like, a vote with Ashley. We have one with Peyton. We have one with Gwen. Like, we have these numbers. And Gia's like, do not trust Ashley. She's part of the other group. Why would she ever vote our way? Yeah. Little did they, little do they know that Elizabeth is gossiping mad crap about Ashley. It would actually be a smart move to go after Ashley. They could. So then she tells him that she is for sure asking Craig on the date and going to give him the rose so that they get majority. Weatherman is like not really on board because they're enemies. But he's like, but we do need the number, so I guess I get it. Like, game move wise. Yeah, Craig is kind of not really that great of a player. Like, he's more just like floating around, not really making any big moves. Yeah. Like, he's just, like, being goofy and funny and just bouncing around. Yeah, and honestly, he's making... He's annoying a lot of people, so a lot of people want to get Craig out. So, he's kind of like like a random vote for whoever can get them on their side. Which is kind of, like... He and Jesse S. obviously, like, scheme together, but they're both kind of floaters, in a sense. Like, they're not really with the outsiders. They're not really with the insiders. So, when we come back from our short break, we are going to talk about who Gia brings on her date and... All the drama in the house leading up to the rose ceremony. If you are small-chested, then this ad is for you. I was so excited when I heard about Pepper because they are the first company to make bras specifically for small-chested women with double A to B cups. They go all the way up to 40 inches on the band size. And I love them because a normal bra, they make the cups for a 36C, and then you end up with gapping. It just doesn't work well. And they actually make their cups specifically for the smaller cup sizes. So you have no more settling. And you're no longer having to make the best of a bad situation because Pepper is here. And they have over 12,000 five-star reviews. Women just love Pepper, just in general. They have sold out numerous times. They've been featured in BuzzFeed, Oprah Daily, Glamour, CNN, NBC, and Pop Sugar. 
And I am currently obsessed with the Limitless Wire-Free Scoop Bra. I have it in the Sienna Rose color, but the limited edition colors are also absolutely gorgeous, super comfortable bra, and one of the first bras I've ever had that actually fits. You can get 20% off your first order when you go to wearpepper.com slash report. That's W-E-A-R-P-E-P-P-E-R.com slash report to get 20% off your first order. That's W-E-A-R-P-E-P-P-E-R.com slash report. Back at the house, we go. Gia, she gets to choose her three guys to go on the date. She chooses Craig, obviously. And then she chooses Wes, which I don't really know where Wes falls at this point. This is honestly the first time I've seen him do anything. And then she goes to Jesse B. This Okay, so this is funny because she like picks the first two guys and then says, you know, I really don't know who else I want to bring on this date. So I'm going to put all these pieces of paper in a bowl, draw one out, and that's who the third person going on the date will be. But she wrote Jesse B's name on every single slip of paper and then threw them all in the bowl and then drew out his name and acted like, oh, it's Jesse B. But like it was going to be Jesse B because his name was the only one in there. Which is super funny. Like I think she didn't want to step on Natalie's toes or make it seem like she was stepping on Natalie's toes. So she's like... Oh, it's random. Yeah. But not so random. So, Jesse B gets the third date card. Which, uh, yeah. on the date, when she sits down and talks with Jesse, they kind of have a conversation about the whole Natalie thing. And he's like, you know, I'm really just here for the money. And I'm willing to make whatever moves I need to, to get the money. So, I am definitely willing to vote with the outsiders. Like, I'm willing to do this because I'm not really part of the insiders. I'm only part of it because I'm with Natalie. But I'm here for the money. Yeah. And then she also confides in Craig and tells him all about her Alliance members because he doesn't know about it. And she also promises him the rose. Here's where things start going downhill for the outsiders. Uh, Gia tells Jesse B. Oh, no. After she has her date with Jesse B and Craig, she goes to Wes And Wes kind of, like, schmoozes her over. He's, like, giving her, like, an arm and hand massage with oil. They're, like, like, chatting. I know that you uh, aren't my woman and you'll never be my woman, but... I love you. He said he loved her. He said he loved her. And I'm like, you just met her. And then she, like, gets all googly-eyed and says, I've got to follow my heart. So she gave Wes the rose. Totally screws her team over. And it's just awful, you know? Like, she's the one who set this whole plan in motion, and then you have her, like, abandoning it. And Wes would probably vote with them anyway. Yeah. And Wes wasn't on the chopping block either. So No, like, like if Craig had the rose, Wes wouldn't have been the next on the block. So it just seemed so silly. Yeah, and it flips back to the house, and you see Kovacs and Elizabeth strategizing. And making out. And making out, which we all know Kovacs is, if you listen to our last episode... You know that he is actually kind of, like, imprisoned by Elizabeth. But I think he's like, yeah, I might as well make the best of a bad situation to make he's out He's like her slave time. boy toy kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then Jesse S. starts making out with David. And they're kind of, like, Jesse S. is kind of like a floater between the insiders and outsiders at this point. She's definitely not part of the insiders, but I think she wants to be. So she's making out with David, trying to, like, make a deal there. And then... Okay. Jess- 
So something everyone talk about this decision that Gia made will like what I saw mm-hmm. just from the outsider. It's going to snowball, and every one of their team members is going to taken out because it's already pretty close with the insider group. It's pretty big already, so they almost have majority in the house, and now it's like you basically condemned Craig, who was going to be your ability to get the majority yeah to go home i agree so jesse b after the date with gia is like you know what i actually see gia more of someone that i would want to be like in a relationship with whereas natalie is just like someone you would have a fling with or like hook up with so jesse b goes to natalie and is kind of like, you know, I've heard you've been making your way around the house kind of deal. And she's like, well, kind of. Well, she admits that yeah. she had feelings for Kovac. But she obviously couldn't act on it because of Elizabeth. Yeah. Is basically what I gathered. So he breaks up with um, her, basically. He's like, you know what? I think we'd be better off as friends. Natalie's heartbroken. Jesse B's like. We've been here two days. Like, I'm not going to get tied down. Yeah. Gia is, like, desperately trying to justify her decision of giving a rose to Wes. It doesn't really stick, in my perspective. Yeah. At this point of the show, I wrote my guesses for who was going home, and I wrote Jesse, Ass, and Craig. And I believe Andrew wrote the same. I also wrote that. I was like, Craig and Jesse, S are going home for sure. And the thing is, is Jesse, S, like Elizabeth comes, or no, um... David comes to Jesse S and is like, hey, gets her to flip. She's like, because I think David doesn't know that Jesse S is being targeted by the insiders, even though he's technically part of the insiders. Well, he knows, but he was like, okay, if you really want to, like, if you really want to be with me, I heard you had this alliance with Craig. And she's like, I'm voting Craig out. Like, yeah, I'm not voting. Like, I'm not voting with them. I'm voting out Craig. And then. David, David was like, was like oh okay, gosh. let me go back to my people and I'll scramble to get them to keep you. Yeah. And it fails. <laughs> yeah. And he feels, I think he feels actually genuinely bad because I think they did have like a pretty um, physically charged relationship. And also mentally, I think they were there too. So Tenley is crying at voting and Elizabeth is just like acting like a bully and bullying everyone into voting exactly how she wants yeah. them to. Elizabeth is definitely the evil um she's like the head queen bee that's yeah, just and i don't i don't even think it's the editing i think it's just her personality and like she's very manipulative so then kipton is trying to get a swing vote because he knows that he's being targeted by the outsiders and he's like i need one vote on my side to stay yeah like from that side so he goes to nikki who i didn't even realize was there because we haven't seen Nikki this entire time. Also, we didn't realize Nikki is also a part of the Outsiders group. Well, we haven't seen her. We just haven't seen her at all. So it was something that I didn't even think about. So he's going to get the swing vote from Nikki. And Nikki is like, oh my gosh, this is the first conversation I've ever had with Kipton. But I feel like this deep connection now and I need to follow my heart and keep him. Yeah. But at first she was like, oh, I need to be loyal to my team and I need to do what's best for my team. And she does the exact same thing that Gia basically did and was, like, swooned. It's like trickle-down effect where Gia didn't hold strong, and now it's like, you can't really blame Nikki then, for not doing it either. But then it's like they had two chances to get it right, and both people, like, couldn't hold up yeah. for the team. So Craig and Jesse asked to go home. Nikki obviously flipped. And I think this is really going to come down on her next episode. 
Yeah, it's kind of interesting because this is pre-Paradise. And I just don't see how this is conducive for a relationship. Because honestly, Jesse B. and David probably would have made a decent couple. You know, and that I mean, could have Jesse sparked. S., yeah. Yeah, Jesse S. and Jesse B., sorry. Yeah. Uh, they could have made a decent couple, I thought. Because they Paradise, both were they like... would have really hit it They're off, both but... like kind of like of equal attractiveness and equal dynamic, you know? Yeah. But I feel like that's probably not going to come for fruition, especially if he's going to be there for several more weeks and she's not, you know? Mm-hmm. I agree. Like, at the end, she's like, I don't know where we're going to stand after this show. And I'm like, I know where you're going to stand. You're not ever going to pursue anything. Probably. Yeah, and Gia's got a boyfriend at home, but now she's pursuing Wes, clearly. And like, then Jesse B is talking about liking Gia as well. It's so it's like it's gonna be this weird. It's like Jesse, yeah, and then it's so Gia's like, okay, you should not be like flirting and like getting these guys. You should focus on the money, unless you're actively trying to break up with your boyfriend, I guess. But you should have done that before you came on the show. Yeah, like that would have been the right thing because now you just come off as like kind of a, um, I I don't want to say trampy, but basically trampy. We don't judge. We don't judge. So that is it for this week. We will talk to you next week for another little bit of Bachelor Pad.